Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this. is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> America great again. I believe in the sand beneath my toes. The beach gives a feeling and earthy feeling. I believe in the faith that grows. Here on campus tomorrow, they're hosting an event called Thanks But No Thanksgiving, decolonizing a holiday. And it's about celebrating the fact that supposedly when you celebrate Thanksgiving, you're celebrating the genocide of Native Americans and that we should be more culturally aware. That's great. I mean, but like, doesn't help natives, does it? What would you find racist? The fact that we're celebrating taking away land from natives. Okay. It's pretty racist. The whole concept of, like, taking land and assigning a value to it. It was different through European cultures. Yeah, there's definitely a racist history to Thanksgiving, and that should probably definitely be addressed more in education. People are still going home for Thanksgiving, spending thousands of dollars on plane tickets to celebrate it. So do you think Thanksgiving shouldn't be celebrated like at all then or yeah, well I, think, I mean we, we can definitely I mean it doesn't have to be not celebrated but like if we can change it to instead of feeding ourselves maybe feeding natives or donating to natives like do we really need a giant feast every you know thing? I don't know. Just yeah. thoughts. Oh good for you. You are fake news. Very fake news. Gag breathe over he is. Alright, go, go. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen, flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Nothing went terribly wrong, and I did the whole shebang, but just for my husband and I. So I have tons of leftovers. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, this was a. Uh, it was it was good. Just you know, my direct family and nobody else. Very small affair, but uh, but all of the food was basically perfectly prepared. You know, usually at least uh, one, thing, one thing goes wrong. So shout out to my mom. Solidly prepared Thanksgiving dinner. It was delightful. <laughs> Uh, but it will be a post, uh, a short post Thanksgiving show for you tonight. Hope everybody else, uh, everybody listening, had an excellent holiday as well. Um, we do have some Thanksgiving leftover stories to discuss. Some hot takes in op eds uh, over the Thanksgiving holiday that I want to get to. Plus, turns out Ivanka used uh, personal email for official government business, and this is supposedly totally hypocritical considering uh, President Trump's heated criticism of Hillary over her email scandal. Are these scandals actually interchangeable? Uh, we'll discuss. No. Okay. Uh, there's a lot going on at the border. A federal judge blocks Trump's policy of denying asylum claims for people crossing the border illegally. The caravan is hanging out in Tijuana, and there's speculation that there will be a mass border hopping effort sometime soon, and some have already gone through with it. Uh, as you were sending me in the Skype chat before we went live, with some pretty regrettable results. So a lot going on at the uh, U.S.-Mexico border right now. regrettable or hilarious? Well, regrettable for those bearing the consequences of the decisions. Yes. Depending on perspective. Oh, that impaled chick is fine. It's fine. <laughs> this week, well, actually kind of end of last week, 
end of the prior week into last week, I suppose, Chipotle faced a scandal as they fired an employee accused of racial discrimination. It took about 10 minutes of research to reveal that was not, in fact, the case. We'll see what's going on at Chipotle. The Daily Mail in the UK releases a report of some 2,500 hate crime investigations in London, including a dog who allegedly took a shit on someone's property with racial bias as a motive. The dog Uh, was not charged. This is in the UK, right? Yeah. No charges for the dog, but there were uh, there was a police investigation, apparently. Oh, my God. But they're in not going to look into those Muslim rapists. In addition to like a ton of uh, other ridiculous hate crimes in this report from the Daily Mail, we'll, we'll discuss. And lastly, before we get out of here, Gavin McInnes formally quits the Proud Boys as the FBI designates them a, quote, extremist group with ties to white nationalism. I've listened to Gavin's full video explaining this. It's like 35 minutes long. I know you have, too. I think there are some different ways to interpret it and there's a lot of people like fully behind him on this and there's a lot of people saying he totally caved and i'm i think i'm somewhere in between maybe you are too yep. so we'll talk about uh about gavin's decision to do that uh, and we will take super chats via youtube or streamlabs in between topics 10 bucks and up on the sunday show because of course we are no good lowdown money grabbers it will be all this and more in your favorite hour maybe tonight although that's optimistic i think we'll go longer than an hour but we'll see your favorite hour listening material. Thank you for liking the show on YouTube. Thank you for reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for supporting us on Patreon. And thank you for emailing us. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. You can take the show on the go. If you like, all the audio platforms are linked in the description. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. Uh, wherever you find your podcasts, you can find us. And by the way, if I'm glancing off to my right side, yes, I am once again watching the Vikings game on a side stream. But... This is the last Sunday night Vikings game for the year as of now. So thanks for putting up with it. Do what oh, I can. and I'm seeing a lot of people in the live chat talking about uh, thought audit. We're not we're not going to talk about it because we were like, uh, do you care? And I was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't really care that much. The only thing I will say is that I admire the spirit of holding those who are all in favor of increased tax burdens accountable for their particular tax burden. The other thing I will say is if I were in charge at the IRS of finding tax evasion, as someone who's in this business, I guarantee there's tons of tax evasion in the the business of YouTube streaming, Twitch streaming, Snapchat, Instagram, whatever it is. A lot of this money is being exchanged in large sums without, um, without, you know, not in accordance with the law. And that's one of the reasons we <laughs> work very diligently to do that around here is because that's the number one way you could take people down, man. You, oh, you I know. The, you tip the IRS off to some I was so careful play. on my taxes last year. So I, yeah. I accounted for every single donation. I think that a lot of these chicks thought that if you got under $20,000 a year, you didn't have to report it, which is idiotic. And then a lot of them were bragging online about tax evasion. It's like, how fucking stupid. Can that's you not be? what my sources say. At least if that's the case, then I definitely did my taxes wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so yeah, that'll be it. Although super chatters might have some more to say about it. And of course we'll discuss it if it comes up. I did want to talk about some of these Thanksgiving leftover op-eds as I'm calling them, as they appeared this week. Some of these, I don't know. I don't know which is more absurd, but let's start with this CNN one first. The story of Thanksgiving is the story of a migrant caravan by Jay Perini over at CNN uh, says the author Jay Perini, as we gather around our Thanksgiving table this year, let's give thanks for our ancestors who were brave enough to cast off from their home shores, willing to risk everything to take a fresh start on a faraway and unknown continent. 
And let's give thanks for the native tribes who welcomed them, who did not turn away our our American caravan. Is that what happened? Is it? it does seem a little simplistic to say that natives, you know, universally welcomed European settlers. Uh, yeah. I seem to remember a fair amount of armed conflict associated with the yeah, yeah. Yeah, general settlement of the West. Um, scalps getting taken. Yeah. That was a thing. It, the other thing to think about, like, is North America at the time of European settlement really the same as today? Like, were there established borders? Were there formal laws? Was there a formal process the Indians had in place for the Europeans to try to immigrate here and become part of Indian tribe nations? That wasn't. Oh, my God. Of course not. It was virtually uninhabited. <laughs> and I have yeah. to remind everybody the Indians hadn't even invented the wheel. There were also a bunch of factions and warring tribes that were nomadic. And they didn't have a concept of property rights. What else do you people want? This is not the same thing. And if the argument is that they're totally analogous, isn't the takeaway that it didn't actually work out that well for the native tribes? <laughs> Therefore, we shouldn't repeat the things that they did? Yeah, by upholding border integrity. Apparently. I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to say here. Well, I know it gets weirder from here because a vice author says, yes, in case you were wondering, the pilgrims were queer. The pressing issues that we have explained by Vox over the holiday says the author through our modern understanding of sexuality, we have been completely or, though, excuse me, though our modern understanding of sexuality would have been completely foreign to them. Early European immigrants experienced same sex attraction just as we do, we do today. And they had queer sex encountered queer relationships and formed queer households in ways that are surprisingly familiar. And it wasn't just the European settlers, the Indians, uh, According to the author, their indigenous gender roles, not all the same, but a considerable amount, considerable amount were completely um, foreign to the Europeans. Every tribe had their own word for it, but there was a considerable amount of gender fluidity in the Native American tribes. I think they're conflating homosexuality, which is a somewhat natural human phenomenon in human history, with gender fluidity. It's not the same thing. I mean, if you talk to a transgender person, they'll say it's an identity, not a sexual issue. Hmm. More broadly for me, who the hell cares? <laughs> Why do you have to inject this shit into every holiday? I know. I don't even care. What, how is it relevant to the Thanksgiving holiday? Who gives a shit? Can we just be with our friends and family and eat turkey and everybody gets drunk? Did you eat any romaine lettuce over the holiday? Sure didn't. Because apparently Although, there was some... There have only been 37 cases of... Is it E. Yeah. coli? Yeah. Yeah, it was some E. coli strain or something. So you weren't supposed to eat romaine lettuce according to a CDC guideline or directive and while this isn't strictly thanksgiving related it does fit within the theme of the weekend think progress the geniuses over at think progress say romaine lettuce is too dangerous to be in stores but guns are still available 24 hours per day gun violence kills 96 people every day uh <laughs> how many of those are suicides okay. It says, uh, yes, exactly. Of the 96, about two-thirds are suicides. So do you count that as gun violence? That's a little bit dishonest. But says the author, on Thanksgiving Day 2018, Americans couldn't buy romaine lettuce. Really? Was it, was it illegal? Did I have to get a background <laughs> check at Walmart to buy romaine lettuce? I couldn't. Was it illegal to buy romaine lettuce or just not advised? Need a clear, point of clarification on that. Americans couldn't buy romaine lettuce because of a CDC recall linked to an E. coli outbreak. But even though gun violence is so mundane that a shooting at a mall in Alabama Thursday evening barely made national news, guns were still freely available at stores like Walmart across the country. Okay. Uh, one of these things is a constitutional right. The other is not. That's, that's an important distinction. 
as you as you mentioned, 96 gun deaths a day. Uh, most of them are suicides. Does that count as gun violence? You decide. Um, but the notion that guns are as freely available as lettuce is wildly dishonest, especially since they're citing Walmart as this supposedly this supposed 24-hour gun dealer. Uh, if you go into any Walmart in the entire country and you buy a gun, guess what you're going to get? A background check because they are federally licensed firearms dealers per federal law. You're going to have to get a background check. Not going to happen with your romaine lettuce. But I, but I love this too. If you notice in the picture, you see that big, giant, long black thing on the end of this handgun here? Yeah. That's a suppressor. That's a James Bond pew pew silencer you know what you got to go through to get one of those i'd imagine all jumping through tons of hoops and doesn't it not even like effectively silence it reduces decibels but it doesn't make it it doesn't make it silent silencer is a bit of a misnomer but uh yeah you're gonna have to go through an even more extensive background check with the fbi you're gonna have to get fingerprinted takes about six months to complete you're gonna have to submit two hundred dollars for a tax stamp so that you can legally have it but yeah, all of this is way, way, way easier than getting your hands on one of those very dangerous heads of romaine lettuce. Who believes this? Who reads this and they're like, wow, what a smart comparison. I'm really convinced now. And the last thing I want to say about this too is, isn't it possible that both are government overreach? Like, isn't it possible <laughs> yeah. that the, the CDC thing is a little bit overblown? Yeah. Isn't it possible that maybe we all ought to watch out for ourselves as opposed to have the government be our babysitter all the time? Isn't it possible that maybe both lettuce and firearms should be freely available, at least to the law abiding? Yeah. Just some food for thought on Thanksgiving, on the Thanksgiving holiday for the people over at Think Progress. Lastly, uh, you know it, I know it, we all know it. Thanksgiving is very racist. So the <laughs> University of Oregon, as you heard in the intro there, hosted a thanks but no Thanksgiving event aimed at decolonizing Thanksgiving, claiming the holiday celebrates an ongoing genocide. University Campus, of Oregon, you say? Yes, in Eugene. You ever been? Yeah. The dirtiest hippies in the country. Yeah, I don't That's know. That's what it They're says on the Ashland, welcome sign. Who, you think Ashland gives them a run for their money? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but more like dirty college hippies in Eugene. Hmm. It's been a while since I've been to Eugene. Maybe, maybe I've mischaracterized it. I apologize to any offended listeners in Eugene, Oregon. Or whatever. Yeah, it's the ducks in uh, in Eugene. Anyway, uh, campus reform correspondent Josiah Te uh, Josiah Tejada asked students about what they think. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Leave leave Josiah alone, you jerk. Uh, so this is, this is what Josiah encountered when he went around campus asking, um, students what they think of this, uh, what they think of this Poor thanks, guy. but no Thanksgiving. Let's hear what, what happened on campus. They're hosting an event called thanks, but no Thanksgiving. It's about decolonizing a holiday. That's great. I mean, but like, doesn't help natives, does it? Yeah. There's definitely a, a racial history to or a racist history to Thanksgiving. Okay. And that should probably definitely be addressed more. The whole concept of like taking land and um, assigning a value to it through costs is like, it was different through European cultures. What would you find racist? Um, Do you mean property rights, taking bro? Taking away land from natives. Okay, okay. It's pretty racist. People yeah. are still going home for Thanksgiving, spending thousands of dollars on plane tickets to celebrate it so do you think thanksgiving shouldn't be celebrated like at all then or yeah well, I, think, I mean we, we can definitely i mean it doesn't have to be not celebrated but like if we can change it to instead of feeding ourselves maybe feeding natives or donating to natives like do we really need 
a giant feast every, you know, I don't know. Just yeah. thoughts. Just thoughts. Oh, what are your God. thoughts? Have college kids always been this stupid? First of all, when I watched this, the first thing that I noticed was that all the kids talk like Bill and Ted now. They say like between every two <laughs> words and the, the, the up talk. Um, that guy says probably definitely several times. Interesting. I didn't pick up on that, like, but yeah, hard, absolute right? contradiction. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, what well, you guys sound like uh, morons, all of you. Um, but this, co- they're clearly teaching this in the college, right? Yeah. Part of the campus report or campus reform report is that they did an investigation at the university of Oregon prior, like earlier in the year, um, into donations from the faculty at the college or the university. And, I forget what the time frame was. It was something like within the last year, within the last couple of years, or maybe the last election cycle. In total, the faculty at the school gave some $65,000 to Democrats collectively and $35 to Republicans. That's not surprising at all. I think regardless of your politics, you would be wary of that as a not really a diverse intellectual environment. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. clearly thought that they, you know, the settlers took the land from from native americans which is also not true I, I is it contradictory it seems weird in my mind to hold the two premises that native americans did not have a concept of land ownership or property but also we took their property right right i mean i guess that's not inherently contradictory it could be their property without their knowledge of it but it seems weird it seems weird to hold those two together uh yeah. but i want to know to that that one particular chicken there riding high on her high horse. How many, how, how much money have you given to, to native American charities? I would like to know, tell us all what a good amount is to give to native American charities on Thanksgiving. And by the way, why is it, why is it mutually exclusive? Why can't I have a feast with my family and have a good time and also give to charity? Why, why can't, why can't we do both? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like they're not learning anything about what the settlers had to endure the massive risks they took, the disease, dealing with Indians was a nightmare. It's like they just thought that they came to an existing country and everything was all set up and they just stole it from the Indians. Is that what yeah, they're no, being taught? Nothing was built. Knowledge? It was just taken. Yeah. Right. Right. I don't know. I think that they just cleverly omit things from the curriculum so that they develop this perception that um, we've taken everything from cultures that are better than our own. Hmm. Well, uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I don't know. It's, it, all of those kids sound like the worst possible people to have Thanksgiving dinner with. I hope that chick didn't go home for Thanksgiving. To I don't know. How many of those kids dinner. do you think are going to grow out of it? Hopefully more than not, but uh, I'm not optimistic. I wouldn't bet on it. All right. You want to talk uh, Ivanka's emails? Because we did have some s- yeah, serious or sort of like serious news stories this, this week. This. Yeah, it was, it was pretty entertaining. So Ivanka Trump, this story breaks by uh, the Washington Post on Monday, I think. Um, The Washington Post uh, broke the story that Ivanka Trump sent hundreds of emails last year to government employees uh, about government business on her personal account in violation of federal records rules. White House ethics officials learned of her personal email use while reviewing emails gathered in a public records lawsuit. Reportedly, there were under a thousand. So I'm going to guess that means close to a thousand emails in which Ivanka shared her schedule and travel plans with herself and assistants and under a hundred. So again, I'm guessing about a hundred emails in which Ivanka discussed official business with her administration. How many officials. was it with Hillary Clinton? 33,000 that we know of 
that that are gone, right? That yeah. are just absolutely gone. So we These can assume that those all had, you know, some hot discussions in them. Yeah, and and we'll get to the differences in a moment. But these aren't actually gone. We have record of right. these. It's just that they were used. They were used on improper accounts, which is a problem. We'll get to that in a minute. But the idea that it's exactly the same, maybe not quite. Um, in a statement, a spokesman for the White House Ethics Council said, "Quote: While transitioning into government after Ivanka was given an official account." Uh, but until the White House provided her the same guidance they had given others who stated before she did, Mrs. Trump's uh, Miss Trump sometimes used her personal account almost always for logistics and scheduling concerning her family. Use of personal email for government uh, government uh, business at the White House could violate the Presidential Records Act, which requires all White House communications and records be preserved as a permanent archive of each administration. Uh, but this, of course is why so many media outlets uh, jumped on this claiming hypocrisy uh, on the part of Trump, President Trump, regarding How much Hillary. have they downplayed the Hillary Clinton email thing to think that, that these are even the same in the same realm? It, yeah, it is. I, I didn't think of that angle. Like the Hillary thing was perpetually a non-issue. She had but... actual governmental power. She was Secretary of State. She deleted the 33,000 emails. Um what else? I mean, nothing that Ivanka said was classified. Yeah. So ch check out some of these headlines running in uh, the New Yorker. The entitled hypocrisy of Ivanka Trump's personal email accounts. Oh, in the Daily Beast, we have the views Joy Behar rips Ivanka's email hypocrisy. How stupid can a person be? Well, I'm with her there. This was stupid. Yeah, it's, it's not that it's cool or okay or a non-issue. It's just that this was immediately framed in the context of Hillary's scandal as though they're exactly the same. Um, what's the Salon headline here? Salon says, Ivanka Trump's email hypocrisy is especially grating and reeks of sexism because reasons. Uh, what, why is it sexist? You'll have to read the Salon article. No. To find out. They're so long. No. <laughs> so as we were mentioning, yes, personal use, uh, personal email use for government uh, official by a government official for official government purpose is bad for many reasons. One of those is transparency and the availability of, um, of public records. However, that is not the totality of the scandal that, that plagued Hillary Clinton. So remember the differences, which you, which you mentioned just a moment ago, oh, Hillary <laughs> <laughs> stick to the plan, <laughs> stick to the, stick to the sequence here. I didn't Hil read ahead. Hillary, okay, so distinction distinction one. Hillary exchanged classified information through her private email account. This is an additional crime. There's no accusation that Ivanka exchanged classified information. So what's the difference here? Well, not all information is created equally. Right. Certainly it's not as bad if information like Ivanka's schedule or organizing with her assistants is um, is vulnerable to people hacking it or acquiring it illegitimately than state secrets or highly classified intelligence, which is what Hillary Clinton was dealing with. Or coordinating paper play with world leaders, perhaps? Sure. What, we don't, that's the point we don't know. Don't and know. why don't we know? Because Hillary built an actual server in the basement of her home. And this was a detail I was actually not aware of until reading up on this today. Did you know that she never even used her state.gov account? Never. never. I actually didn't know that. She never oh, I even she activated. Was using them in conjunction. I also did not know that. She never even activated it, according to the report I was reading. Yikes. Uh, 
Per FBI investigation, Hillary also used BleachBit to delete emails, making them unrecoverable anywhere else. And this is why setting up your own server is especially concerning. Those emails, if lost, are not recoverable anywhere else. Let's say Ivanka Trump is using Gmail or whatever, and maybe she deletes them in her Gmail folder. Well, Gmail could still find a copy of those things if if there was a request to obtain them and if they were discussing um, official government business and they were subject to Freedom of Information Act requests, things like that. So um, I guess to summarize this, like what Ivanka did is not good. We should want all of our government officials talking about government business, official government business, unofficial government accounts for a variety of reasons. She should do that. It's not cool what she did. She needs to clean it up. That said, a lot of other government officials yeah. do it. James Comey himself did it. I heard some serious tinfoil about this, which made me think that this got everybody talking about the emails again. Oh, so it was a plant. It was, yeah, it was designed. I doubt it because it happened. The, what weren't these from many, many months ago? Many, they were, I think they were from earlier in the presidency, like the early months of the presidency. Yeah. yeah. But to say this is exactly the same as as Hillary is just dishonest. There are key distinctions that make Hillary's case far worse and should that that scandal should be considered far worse. Despite James Comey coming out and saying it was just uh, what did he say? Like uh, extreme recklessness negligence? or no, he whatever didn't, he, he said. Didn't say negligence. Yeah, I can't remember. I should I mean, remember on the live that chat, phrase. I, I, we've only said it 5000 times and I can't remember. The most annoying example I saw was this bit on Colbert's show where he did, he did this comedy bit about look at Fox news officials or Fox news uh, pundits reacting to Hillary's emails versus how they reacted to Ivanka's emails. Now, of course this bit is fake and it's meant to be a joke. I get that. The, my point is not just that it's a crappy joke. My point is that there are clips of the Fox personalities discussing Hillary emails unwittingly identify the crucial distinctions between Hillary and Ivanka, yet they pay no attention to that. Listen to what, uh, listen to what the Fox personalities say. Extreme carelessness. Extreme carelessness. Here's, um, here's a bit on Colbert's show this week. Now, Fox News weighs in on the Hillary personal email scandal. Why would a woman... A lawyer, no less, one experienced many times over in the ways of Washington, risk placing classified information on an unprotected, non-government, non-capturable server. Hillary Clinton committing multiple serious felonies, crimes, mishandling top secret information. Kind of crazy behavior to put this kind of stuff, classified intelligence, on your private unsecured server. And now, Fox News weighs in on the Ivanka personal email scandal. (laughs) Are pandas, in fact, sex-crazed killing machines? It's the Late Show with Stephen Cole. Bullshit. I mean, it was the editing was like kind of funny, whatever. But it's just it's it's so silly that it's like, yeah, what were they talking about? The two most crucial details: the fact that classified information was exchanged, and the fact that she built a private server in her basement. Those are two key distinctions between the two cases that would justify a different reaction uh, to either of them. Yet that they're still treated as though they're identical. Hmm. That's all you got? No further thoughts? Just a sigh of disapproval? 
I mean, this is stupid of Ivanka. This is obviously what they were going to do. Um, but if you can't, if, if you're comparing the situations and acting like it's the same thing, I mean, she has no power in government. Yeah. It's kind of a classic example of uh, of media overreach. You know, it's never simple enough to be like, oh, Trump or a Trump administration official. Yeah, they did a bad thing. Not good. We should fix that. Instead, it has to be this massive overreach. It has to be this like comparison to Hillary or I don't yeah. know. It, 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 they have to take it one step further than necessary. They could have a point against uh, against Trump and against Ivanka. Instead, it has to be this massive overstatement, this massive overreach. That's just nonsense. Does she have any official title even? I don't even. She's just like advisor to the president. I don't know what her security clearance is even like what what kind of classified information can she even handle? I'm not sure. I don't know that. I mean, I'm not doubting that she has influence, but she would have influence even if she had no official government role. I mean, she's the president's daughter. He sure. listens to her and her disgusting husband. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's, I think they're a very cute couple. Ugh. You want to, you want to, I know what'll cheer you up. Immigration news and failed border crossing attempts. Ooh, okay. But first, we got to talk about uh, this Ninth Circuit judge Ugh, in San no. Francisco, which San is never Francisco. a good thing to hear anytime you're talking about that. Ninth Circuit. Ugh. You know, some bad news is about to happen. So on um, on Monday night, U.S. District Court Judge John S. Tiger, Tiger issued an order blocking the Trump administration from automatically denying asylum claims from those who cross the border illegally. That was a policy announced November 9th. The idea is, listen, if you come across the border illegally, you get caught. You don't get to circle back and say, whoops, just kidding. I meant to try to get asylum. I'm going to go to a port of entry now and do that. Yeah. You can't do that. We're going to say, no, thank you. We're going to send you back to your country of origin. And that'll be that. That was the policy. However, the district court judge says we're not going to do that, throwing that policy out the window for now. The judge says, quote, whatever the scope of the president's authority, he may not rewrite the immigration laws to impose a condition that Congress has expressly forbidden. Um, to, uh, he added that asylum, seek asylum seekers would be put at increased risk of violence and other harms at the border if the administration's rule is allowed to go into effect. And that is a general theme with which I am sympathetic. I don't think you should be writing law from the executive, but I'm also not clear what he means when he says Congress has expressly forbidden this. I was not, I'm not sure what he's referencing. So I would yeah, need a, I would need a citation on that. It's possible that he's accurate, although I'm suspicious that he's not. In any case, the order will remain in effect until December 19th when the judge has scheduled another hearing. This happens as Trump has sent nearly 6,000 troops to the border to protect customs and border protection personnel from migrants if they engage in violence, as well as to protect federal property. Meanwhile, at least 3,000 of, of those people in the so-called migrant caravan have arrived in Tijuana across the border from San Diego. Border agents have already arrested dozens of migrants trying to illegally cross the border. Uh, there's an activist group saying that the migrants, uh, an activist group speaking with Telemundo says that thousands of these migrants could make the jump across the border simultaneously as a way to provoke the Trump administration. Some of them are already taking somewhat reckless action in doing so. You, can, you sent me a couple of crazy examples. What's going on with these? I called them heartwarming stories, I believe. Sure. These individual cases. Um, okay. So they found a hole, like a bunch of these migrants found a hole in the border wall and they were trying to, they were trying to get in there. And then the border troops just like slammed them with tons of tear gas. And so there are all these amazing pictures of them running away and crying. Amazing pictures, you say. Are they, uh, are they in this Daily Mail piece? Oh, here yeah. we go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So they tried to climb. There's holes under this fence here that they were trying to climb through, and they just got shot up with tear gas and rubber bullets. Wow. Oh, wow. There's so many people, too. Yeah. Wow. Good. That is a lot. And then what's the other story about, like, getting impaled on the fence? Yeah, this um, Guatemalan woman was climbing a fence near the San Diego Port of Entry, and she fell, and a piece of metal... um, that was putting up like part of the old fencing they were trying to replace. It just went like right through her side and her ass. So she's recovering, okay. but she did get impaled. She survived. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Non life threatening injuries. It's fine. It's okay to think that this is funny because she wasn't that hurt. You <laughs> she wasn't that hurt. Well, I mean, it's not that any, in that case, nobody did that to her either. Like you tried to climb this thing. You were reckless. You got impaled. How is yeah, that? How is that the United States' fault? I, well, I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I don't know what the case for, I mean, it, I'm sorry that happened to you, but it's not, you can't make the case that the United States inflicted that damage upon her unjustly or something. Uh, No. Pretty much anything that happens to you when you're coming to a country illegally or trying to get through a border illegally, that's on you. I'm not taking responsible f- responsibility for any of that, and I just don't have the compassion reserves to give to these people. They, they don't exist within me. They don't exist or the compassion doesn't exist? The compassion reserves. I, I'm tapped out. I, I gotcha. only have compassion for our people now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, you know who does well who else doesn't have a lot of compassion for this particular caravan group apparently residents in tijuana yeah. are getting yeah. kind of pissed uh according to reports some 500 residents organized and chanted get out we don't want you here <laughs> that's because uh in part me- in, in part because mexican officials say 34 caravan members have been arrested for drug possession public intoxication disturbing the peace and resisting police uh and they have been deported back to their mostly Central American uh, countries is what uh, the report says. Um, So at least for now, these caravan members will have the option of trying to illegally hop the border at first and then apply for asylum as plan B, thanks to a single federal judge in San Francisco. I say, let's uh, let's get a compromise going. We'll just send the caravan straight to San Francisco. We'll revoke all federal funding from San Francisco. You guys see how it works out since I know you want them there anyway, because as Nancy Pelosi says, there's no better night watchman than illegal immigrants. They watch out for other crimes and report them. They make your city safer. It's so stupid. Why yeah. do you think that? God. Ask Nancy Pelosi. She's a great philosopher king or oh queen. Oh, my God. By definition, they're criminals. Like, wh- they, they watch out. That's why sanctuary cities are so important, because then the night watchmen, illegal oh. immigrants, can report real crime safely without being worried about their own uh, immigration status and getting arrested and deported. I'm so tired. You know? We've been doing the show for, what, two and a half years? I just thought that our country would be in a different place by now, but we're still talking about the same crap every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Kind of. Yeah, you could have put this uh, You could have put that this particular story in any week of the last two years, two any and a half years since yeah. we've been doing the show, and yeah, it would have been largely the same. I'm tired, man. I'm tired. Before we get into the Chipotle, before we close out tonight, we got the Chipotle story, we got um, the hate crime stuff in the UK, and we got Gavin. But before we get to those and close out, let's um, let's let's take care of some super chats. Oh, okay, sure. I made a funny in the live text. They're always t- asking me to braid my hair because I do it about halfway through the show. Yeah, I said I'll braid it for five dollars, but don't report me to the IRS. Ooh, well played. I know, I know. Timely joke. Timely joke. Current events joke. I like it. 
All right, JB Dude 9061. Hey, Blonde and Matt, hope your Thanksgiving was filled with turkey, stuffing, and lots of silver bullets. Comms are important. Looking forward to a great stream. It's a pretty okay stream. I even bought craft beer for Thanksgiving. That's how much I splurged, yeah. Uh, Yoko Halo Bliss, about an hour before the show started, Tim Pool uploaded a video about the caravan rushing the border. Guess lefties are mad about the tear gas being used too. I, also, I guess. hashtag thought audit is hilarious. What, what are we supposed to do? They're trying to, to rush our border. Yeah, I don't know what more fundamental purpose a military or police force exists for, but border defense of people who do not have a right to come in here under our laws. There are plenty of countries that protect their borders, you know, with bullet spray. We're not doing that. Yeah, we didn't even use lethal force. There's right. no allegation of like a death or anything associated with this, is there? I didn't get a chance to no, read the article. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, Dakota Stand, and I have inventory on Sundays and can always look forward to the show. Thank you. Also, Matt, go oh. packs go. Well, it's it's a it's uh sorry what? You uh, said go pack go right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a tie game still just before halftime. Fourteen fourteen. I don't know. Words. I assume that's what it meant. Yeah. Uh, Tim PZ, no note. Thank you. Sock Puppet Joe, Jim Acosta to President Trump. Your campaign had an ad showing migrants climbing over walls and so on, but they're not going to be doing that. I know, right? Oh, we forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. And also, remember when they kept saying, but they're hundreds of miles away? And it's like, well, it's a few weeks later and now they're not. So what happened to that? Yeah. yeah. That was a stupid argument to begin with. Mm -hmm. Like, that's going to change in they a few weeks' time. There, yeah. That's yeah. a later problem. We don't worry about later problems. Yeah. Time. No foresight. Common mm -hmm. theme with leftist politics. Uh, low IQ. It's just for fun. Having to take a race slash ethnicity class in college has made me more ethnically proud as I realize how during a time where conquering was normal, white people were number one. <laughs> I think that was a Gavin bit too, is like, it's sorry that sorry that white people generally succeeded a lot of the time. Like, what, what do you want me to do about it? Lots, yeah. Everyone was trying to conquer everyone. It's just that a lot of white people won. No, you're supposed to flog yourself for the rest of your life and then roll over and pee on yourself every time yeah. a minority challenges you. And, and, and you're going to tell me that tribes, Indian tribes prior to European arrival in the North American continent did not have similar conquest attempts, similar rivalries, similar feuds that were viciously violent. Oh, it's I, horrific. <laughs> I'm not a scholar of Native American history, but I am skeptical if that's the claim I'm supposed to believe. Uh, yeah, it was filled with rape and pillaging. Hmm. Uh, message deleted. No, no. Thank you. Beaner, 8127. I want to personally apologize for my uncles who shit in the Romaine fields last week. Oh, God. Also, Europeans took land from natives who took it from other natives who took it from other natives. Ain't that yeah. the truth? Like, if we're going to start playing this game where everybody gives back their land to the original inhabitants of said land like where does it end it's all adam and eve's man <laughs> gotta give it back to them yeah. big lc matt here's ten dollars send nudes i promise i won't <laughs> tell the irs god everybody's everybody loves this story maybe I, we should have uh, talked maybe, about it. there's just not maybe a lot there's of more, there maybe there's more juice to it than i understand though i'm notoriously like one step behind on some of these kind of trendy internet topics sometimes i don't even know you could make money from snapchat I deleted Snapchat years and years and years ago because some people are really funny on it and they make really funny posts and send you really funny things. But for every one funny, worthwhile message I got, I got like 10 pictures of people's waffles for breakfast. Yeah, and I then know. like That's two pictures of Instagram. like, so yeah. I just realized that Instagram, they can, you can send DMS. Um, and so I was like, Oh, okay. And so I, Oh, I had a bunch of DMS. So I just started an account, but hadn't posted anything. And like half of them were dick pics. Can't you make them private? Can't you privatize your DMS? 
I don't know. I I just I just had a bunch of DMs from people. I I, I don't know who this. So did you delete your Instagram or you kept it? Out? I just deleted it. I was like, oh, you got I, dick picked right off Instagram. Just right in my DMs. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm saying it like, pushed you is... off the platform. Yeah, dude. And then I was looking through other chicks' profiles, and it was like ass, titties, egg whites. I'm like, all right, I can't <laughs> do this. I'm married. Like, there's no reason for me yeah. to be on Instagram. Hmm. So I deleted it. Um, You're gonna you'd get banned soon anyway. Yeah, it doesn't Facebook own it. I don't know why yeah. I thought this. I just wanted to see Brittany Pettibone's pictures. Hmm. Um, Christopher Hay said, "Go pack, go." Dan Lopez, I'll happily take hundreds of skilled English tradesmen fleeing religious persecution, thousands of unskilled migrants looking for a handout. Not so much. Hmm. With you, bro. Um, can't stop the scout. Thanksgiving can't be racist if the pilgrims were queer. Uh, look at that. <laughs> I don't know how that look argument that works out, that. but I'm sure there's some reason in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, Vivian, oh, let me skip that one. Uh, U8Q1TIS. Love the show. Here's a shameless plug. Look up Denise Nysig Thomas on SoundCloud and Nysig G on Patreon if you're interested in smooth hip hop beats. That is the a shameless smoothest. Plug. Fair um, enough. Bad Twin Z, Matt and Blonde, longtime listener, first time donor. Thank you. Well, Hope y'all had a good Thanksgiving. Matt just wanted to know if you ever heard of Wannenmakers. Wannenmakers. Whoops. The world's uh, biggest gun show. No, and actually, I've never been like a gun show guy, so I don't really go to them. But uh, I've not heard of that. I don't even know where it is. Me neither. Uh, Lil Wang says, "Common sense, romaine control." Yeah. <laughs> Vivin, yeah why is Vivin. the answer always more regulation? It's I like know, always. Could it be that romaine was actually overregulated? Could that? Could it be that? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's a possibility. Vivin hmm. Viswanathan, U.S. authorities fire tear gas to disperse migrants and border witnesses say CNN's breaking news headline of migrants literally charging our borders. Give me a damn break. Sincerely, first generation American. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if that will be the headline tomorrow. We'll see. Don't hold your breath, though. Yeah, really. Uh, the slaughtered lamb says thought that ho owes taxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did see that. Oh, that, that was good. That was a good uh, adjustment. Uh, Joshy boy, dangerous lettuce, you say, better alert all the vegans and vegetarians. Don't tell them. Hmm. It's only 37 cases. Who cares? Uh, Boogeyman 917, the virtue signaling is strong with those college students. Anyway, I hope you had, or you both had a nice racist holiday, and I'm thankful for the quality show you both give us. Thank oh, you, well, sir. thanks. I don't know if my Thanksgiving was racist or not. Mine was I'm, also not racist. It was not racist, you say? Uh, no, I mean, we did beat up on a bunch of native americans but that's you know every day of the, <laughs> the native beating after dinner is always right. my favorite part of thanksgiving <laughs> after the native slaves serve you your meal of course well, of course yeah yeah uh blippity blue why do these leftists never mention the spanish obliterating the aztecs of the face of the planet you know why blippity blue yeah bell antony what does the migrant caravan have in common with the huns mongols uh saracens and vandals they're all asylum seekers friendly reminder um, it's almost as if they have an agenda, huh? Hmm. Uh, it, 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 I notice in the CNN articles, it always characterizes them as asylum seekers. Right. And I'm not going to say that, uh, oh, fine, not all. They're not all border hoppers necessarily. The point is the idea that they're all asylum seekers. We know that's not true based on what has been happening recently, based on the stories that you just shared. No, the definition of asylum, you, you to be a refugee, you have to be uh, seeking refuge from a specific event like war. It's not just like yeah. general crime or your country yeah. sucks. Fair, fair point. It's not asylum seeker is also not a synonym for like peaceful attempted immigrant. Right. That's not what it means. Right, yeah. Right. It's more specific than that. There's a fair point. Uh, Cause of the short show, let's just do the rest of these. Okay. 
Um, Keaton Matthews, so happy Thanksgiving, guys. I hope you guys got my email. Uh, so hope you can talk about those subjects at one time. Also, Canadians are better. We celebrate July 1st and October for Thanksgiving. Canadians are hmm. better. You guys are America's hat. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Thank um, you. Thank you, Keaton. <laughs> uh, Andrew Wayland, Wyland, I'm thankful every day the Native Americans were wiped out. I shudder to think what this country would be otherwise. Ooh. Wow. I can't believe that. Wow. Well, oh, geez. Yeah, I can't believe that's, that that earned the hate, uh, the hate sounder for sure. I can't believe that someone would have so much like hate in their heart. I don't blame people like blonde who hate illegal aliens. I'm Mexican and I don't even like them. Keep up the great work, Matt and blonde. I don't hate them. I just, mm, yeah. Okay. All right. Hate the action, not the person. Blonde. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the old journey. Colbert is fake and gay. <laughs> is it fair? Yeah. <laughs> Irish Nat 117. Notice how the pick of kids getting tear gassed were prominently shown. The sad part is the left is excited. It was kids who got gassed because they're sympathetic pawns in their game. Um, it, it, yeah, that's usually the case. As always, my solution to, to this and in general is to harden yourself and reduce your level of compassion, your baseline level of compassion. It'll help you make more rational decisions about foreign policy. I was just, I was just watching, uh, I've been rewatching Game of Thrones in preparation for the final season in the spring. And there's a Cersei quote in there that just, it was so blonde-esque, I'd forgotten about it. But she said, the more people you love, the weaker you are. That is so, so true. She said, a mother must only love her children because you basically have no choice in that. And then Sansa says, should I love Joffrey? And she's like, eh, you can try. But, you know, I wouldn't advise it. <laughs> yeah. So, it, yeah, the, the more people you love, the weaker you are. So reduce your compassion, mm -hmm. says Blonde. That's it. Yeah. Uh, there's just a few on Streamlabs I'll get through here. Uh, Liam says, as a normal gay, I disavow all the queer, <laughs> gender fluid, and tranny shit liberals seem to always want to push. It's so embarrassing how we get, to, how we get lumped into and associated with all the yeah. stupidity. It happens all the yeah. time. And as a straight cis white male or whatever people don't do that they kind of do that i guess they're like well your opinion doesn't count because of your straight cis white maleness or whatever but i don't get i don't think it's quite the same like defectors who are racial minorities or gay or whatever if you don't think in the progressive box they're so vicious toward those people and i hate that and they use them as pawns all the time right so i can sympathize with that a lot Redicus says had a great thanksgiving at the big texan where they culturally appropriate and lived dangerously and had romaine on my Amarillo Sunrise burger after ordering a Boker uh, Kalishnikov automatic knife. Okay. Good weekend. Well, I'm glad to hear that you rebelled fully and got some romaine lettuce. That's freedom yeah. right there these days. Michael Schlecht says, wieners and butts, just because I can't say that on YouTube, eat your heart out. <laughs> Google, go pack, go. Hope y'all's turkey days were delicious. Why did Keep I make me laugh moving. so hard? Wieners and butts, y'all. <laughs> Wieners and butts. <laughs> Can't say that on YouTube. Elevated sense of humor. That's true. <laughs> Kevin Smith says, at the caravan border crossings, I saw someone who's trying to pluck at your emotional heartstrings. Beware. Indeed. Redicus also says, uh, the picture with the mother and children looked like the illegal crossing signs. Also, um, have none of those people ever heard of La Raza? They are the Mexican equivalent of the KKK and believe Mexicans are superior to other Latinos. Remember that was a controversy with a judge earlier. Trump said yeah. that judge is a member of La Raza. I'm not familiar with it. But... Uh, yeah, I am. Um, and that judge actually did have ties to La Raza. That's right. Hmm. I forgot about that. Interesting. Well, uh, you want to talk Chipotle? Yeah, this really, really angered me. 
Yeah, we thought about talking about this last weekend, but uh, I cut it for time. And then so there have been some more developments that happened since then. So we can talk about it this week. Uh, this all happened back on November 15th. There's a man, this is at the Chipotle in St. Paul, Minnesota. A man named Masood Ali posted videos of he and his friends trying to order food at this particular Chipotle restaurant. The staff refuse, saying the men need to pay first because they never have money when they come in. The men uh, recorded this this uh, whole incident on video, they posted it to Twitter. The men insist that this is uh, racism and they're being um, stereotyped and they're being discriminated against. And they raise a huge scene with other customers and they go to Twitter and actually rip Chipotle corporate for being racist. This is what the footage inside that Chipotle actually looked like. Uh, that uh, Let's find the clip here. Here we go. Hold up, so what we gotta do? What we gotta do? Hey, cause you never have money when you come in. We never have money. We never got money. We ain't got no money. My nigga. Bro, you know me, I pay here every freaking day I pay for Let's not even worry about that. Can we get our food? Y'all basically stereotyping us. Yeah. We don't pay. For what reason? For what reason? I come here every day. We go in today, clothes. Yeah, hold on. Can we get our food though? So we gonna get served or not? We're not gonna make food unless you guys actually have money. Alright, What is that? What do you mean? Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 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 Go ahead, go ahead, ma'am. Go ahead. Go ahead, ma'am. Go ahead. Order. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let her order. Go ahead. Go. Go order. Why? So why? So why can we? Can, why can we not get service? Why can we not get service? No. No. Why can we not get service? Give us a reason. Poor Mexican guy. Because you're not serving. No. This white supremacist here. Oh, look at that. So why did she not have to pay? Why did she not have to pay first? Apparently, we don't, we can't have money. Black people can't have money. Oh my God, that's crazy. That's crazy. Oh my goodness. Look at this amazing treatment. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Oh my goodness. Oh, we're taking care of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we really do. No, we're not. We're not. I, I wish we got served first. Okay. So, so embarrassing. God. It, again, somehow it gets more embarrassing because that gets posted to Twitter. These guys led by this Masood Ali fellow uh, tell Chipotle, they, they post to Twitter, can a group of young, well-established African-Americans get a bite to eat after a long workout session at Chipotle tweets? Chipotle immediately responds dismissing Dominique Moran. Moran? Moran, the, the she's the manager of the store who you saw the female employee in uh, in that clip. The uh, a statement from the company after firing her said, "This is not how we treat our customers, and as a result, the manager has been terminated, and the restaurant is being retrained to ensure something like this doesn't happen again." What a bunch of bullshit! Can can when you hire an employee, you gotta stick behind your employee until you have more information, not just be reactive because you're afraid yeah. of like uh, your racist backlash. It's like, can I just see one company stand behind their employee until they get more information one time? Sure. Yeah, you, presumably you hired them for a reason. I thought you believed in these people. Also, this chick know? is clearly Mexican or whatever, not white. Nobody working there was white. And it, it, yeah, well, you can see that in the GoFundMe too. The employees did not actually agree with this decision. They started a GoFundMe for this uh, Dominique Moran 
Uh, and they they were helping her raise money for you know the cost of of changing jobs, potential legal defense for her if the need arise. They actually raised, uh, as of this recording, almost twelve thousand dollars for right. her from almost five hundred donors. Uh, and as you can see in the picture of the employee group here, there's not a single white person in it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that like Hispanics, Asians, whatever can't be racist to black people. It wasn't specifically an anti-white claim, but the idea that there's systemic racism at Chipotle, uh, I don't know. I mean, the guy, there's another, one of the employees there, in addition to the one pictured in here is black. He's, you can see him working back there during the whole exchange. The idea that there's some racist culture going on that led to this nonsense. uh, Uh, That's clearly not what's going on. The entitlement. But, But you can hear those employees saying something like, well, saying things to the effect of, we've seen you guys here before and you've raised trouble before. You've been yeah. a problem before. Presumably the <laughs> Chipotle leadership would hear that and think, well, maybe there's reason for this. No, they didn't do that. They Or even her. investigate. You leave it to Twitter to do your investigating. You leave it to random guy named Tony on Twitter to do the investigating for you because this Masood Ali guy is so dumb that he posted... He made tweets discussing his dining and dashing at Chipotle on several occasions, not just dining and dashing generally, dining and dashing at Chipotle specifically. So this Tony guy does a, you know, a search back through Masood Ali's Twitter history. This is the same account the guy posted the video to. It's not some other account. He didn't find it elsewhere. It's just going back in the same string of tweets and looking at what the guy said. Here's, here's some uh, excerpts. Dine and dash is forever interesting says Masood Ali. He and his friend, um, are. Uh, there's an exchange with them and they're plotting to, quote, eat for free at an Applebee's. Uh, the, the quote is, if you a real ass nigga, we gonna go to Applebee's and eat as much as we can and tip the nice lady 20 cents and walk the fuck out. Uh, quote, it's not a dine and dash. We're just borrowing the food for a couple hours. That's all. Another one, a man, I think Chipotle catching up to us fam. We should change locations and yo, what should we do about the other thing? <laughs> like Chipotle's onto us. We should steal from a different Chipotle next time. Idiots. He says, I caught myself taking the Chipotle Tabasco sauce the other day, lol, not because I needed it, but because it felt so natural. Uh, and the last one, I ain't broke. I just don't want to pay Chipotle. Oh my God. This sense of entitlement <laughs> is, is remarkable to me because He's like, I, I read some of his other tweets and he's talking about, you know, how black people in America, black Americans are oppressed, blah, blah. I think he's trying to slide in under this, um, like, history of oppression due to slavery, but he's a Somali Muslim. Yeah. So, you know, is he just uh, trying to get lumped in with other black Americans? Is that same, yeah, I mean, people of color, people of color. It's all the same. Is it? Apparently. Uh. So in light of this new information brought forth by Rando Tony, not investigator HR guy at Chipotle, but Rando Tony on Twitter. Thanks. By the way, unsung hero of this whole event. Shout out to Rando Tony. I mean, if he doesn't do this, this girl might be in more trouble or something like that. She's going to get her GoFundMe, as we'll get to in a moment. They've offered her her job back. Rando Tony doesn't get much, but he really blew this whole thing up because Chipotle responded to this new information. Uh, in an email to the Washington Post, Chipotle's chief communications officer said, quote, we have spent the last few days reviewing the evidence available to us regarding the incident in St. Paul, Minnesota. Based on our review, we have offered our manager her job back. While our normal protocol was not followed serving these customers, we publicly apologized to our manager for being put at... Uh, 
put in this position. It's unclear if she will actually accept her job back. She should I agree, but uh, she posted. I hope somebody a, gives her a better job because she was trying to protect the company. You probably won't like her response, though. She said on Twitter, um, "Race quote racism is a real issue that I do not take lightly. Racism must be addressed." But what you know, she has to do the whole flogging bit yeah. beforehand. But what happened here is just wrong. Falsely accused and in return cut off from a goal that I worked hard for. Today, I was officially offered my job back. I'm truly grateful for all the support. So she uh, didn't take it. It's unclear as of at this point. At least I've I've not seen any con, uh, any confirmation of what she plans to do. To your point, I would be firmly in the side that says she should tell Chipotle to get fucked. That would yeah, be totally. My and then somebody's got to offer her a job. That's the kind of employee I would want working for me. One that's going to see repeated dine and dashers and be like, get the fuck out, get out. There are tons of people just anecdotally on social media offering her a job. Very good in the area. So if I were her, I mean, go to the go to the highest bidder. Maybe you can get something. You might actually advance in your career as a result of this. But it's not just that. That wouldn't be the only reason. The yeah. other reason I would offer you is Chipotle clearly doesn't value you. They right. threw you under right. the bus. They they um they didn't give you the benefit of the doubt. They didn't give you a fair process when you were accused. Why should you be fair to them in return? I, I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know you have friends at work. I know you're probably very loyal to them and your local community at, at Chipotle. But Chipotle corporate tossed you under the bus, doesn't care about you at all, used you for convenience, and used you as a shield because they were too scared to stand up to the racism mob. So they threw you under the bus because they don't want to be thrown under the bus. And St. Paul, am I right? Jeez. Is that well, where all of America is? Uh, in the area, yeah, and the, of course the 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 big migrant community in the Twin Cities area is Somalis specifically. Yeah, that's a huge problem. That's a huge remember problem. Um, remember the case of Justine Damon, who was uh, shot right? by that Somali officer. That's right. And yeah. yeah. So uh, so that's a uh, the Somali immigration is particular to to the Twin Cities area. Oh, so they're going to come to a way better country and then act all entitled? Is that what you're telling me? Do you guys really want to live Rem in Somalia? Do I you want to go back to Somalia? Is that what you're telling me? I did that. Uh, I remember doing that video too around the Super Bowl because there was an article from Reuters, I think, or I forget who published it, but it was like, remember during the Super Bowl that Somali immigrants are going to be very afraid of all the increased traffic in town. Oh yeah, sorry you get to participate in the biggest, one of the biggest American cultural events. Sorry you get multiple millions of dollars pumped into your local yeah, economy. Yeah, really. Sorry. I hear Mogadishu is beautiful at this time of year. We, we got to walk on eggshells about the Super Bowl because little Mogadishu might get offended or some nonsense like that. Anyway. Uh, and I do have some other takeaways from this story as well. Uh, I just want to note too the heroism of Rando Tony, but the next level idiocy of Masood Ali, the guy who posted the video. So some of his tweets bragging about stealing food are quite a while back. You might think like, well, did he just post tweets a long time ago and forgot about them? Regardless, it's idiotic to post confessions to your crimes at any time for any reason. Don't do it, kids. If you're <laughs> engaging in some kind of high school, you know, tomfoolery, fair yeah. enough, it happens. But don't post a record of it on your social media. That's dumb. But secondly, in this particular case, it's not as though he just forgot. It's right. not as though he all of these are up. years old. Some of them were from July. Yeah. He yeah. was confessing to this on his Twitter in July and then posting now videos claiming to be a victim. Dude, yeah. the record's all there on the yeah. same Twitter handle. The same Twitter handle. 
I just took the Tabasco sauce because theft is just second nature to me. <laughs> I just am a natural criminal. That's that's why a I did. Great joke, bro. Good one. Yeah. Really worked out in your favor. And meanwhile, I had to cut it, I think, for time. But you can, if you listen back to the original footage, they're all, he's saying in the footage, oh man, post it to Twitter, post it to Twitter. Maybe not because you already posted confessions to your inappropriate conduct all over Twitter. So maybe don't post it to Twitter. Maybe choose another medium to make it at least one degree more difficult for Rando Tony. Maybe that would be a wiser course of action. Uh, last thing I wanted to say is let this be an example to other businesses in corporate America. Don't immediately back down to some bullshit racism claim. Yeah, don't exactly. let don't let race baiters hold your business hostage. The truth in this case would have been immediately revealed if Chipotle had the basic decency and the and the minimally adequate spine to say we're investigating we'll respond when we know when we have we're more information nothing if people can just sit on a story for 24 hours yeah roseanne's producers or whatever the fuck just yeah. sit on it for 24 hours say nothing get more information wait for public outrage to wane a little bit and then deal with it these yeah. things always blow over people have a short attention span and let this also be an example to non-white people in america that if they aren't the highest on the oppression hierarchy scale that they are not immune to cries of racism yeah yeah like, absolutely it doesn't so matter how multicultural your workplace is yeah it doesn't matter yeah. yeah if they had just sat down and said hey uh dominique um it's kind of a twitter firestorm about this why'd this happen yeah she would have said oh because they come in and steal all the time and by the way there might be some evidence of it oh well that kind of changes the story doesn't it yeah and it just on a, it you would think even okay if, if a call for a spine doesn't get you if that's not appealing to you just on like a simple reason logic level if someone comes to you with a claim oh yeah that uh, like a business in a in an urban center with a very large somali migrant population suddenly decided it doesn't let black people have food without proof of income you don't you, you think does that sound plausible that just sounds wildly silly and unbelievable oh especially God. in that setting they're also being so loud and disruptive. Yeah, D like, disrupting the other. This is a poor reflection on your community that should be grateful to be in America. Is this how you want to represent the Somalian community? Then there's a lot of people uh, to that point responding to him on Twitter saying like, dude, you make all of us look terrible. So there's a lot of people uh, experiencing that sentiment. Yeah, good. Okay, I'm all done on this though, if you are. Yeah, whatever. We can talk about a country that maybe manages these issues even worse. Oh, God. <laughs> the UK. So uh, this was sent to me earlier this week. I saw a Sticks video on it, and he said my exact same reaction, which was when this was sent to me in a message, I thought this has to be either actual fake news, as in not just like they got a fact wrong, like legit 100% fabricated fake news, um, or, or it has to be, uh, there's, there's no way this could be real, is, is the point. I could not believe that this was a real thing. Uh, but apparently it is. So the story, and I confirmed this in a couple sources to be sure, but the Daily Mail is the original source on this. The Daily Mail on Sunday released a list, uh, last Sunday, released a list of alleged hate crimes reported to the Metropolitan Police in London in 2015 and 2016. The list includes, these are some of the uh, more interesting cases of hate crimes that were reported and investigated to the Metropolitan Police, an envelope that had been opened and resealed, an accident involving a car that bore a remembrance poppy, a disputed line call in a tennis match, a dead rat found in a garden, 
a man telling library staff he was campaigning for Brexit. It's a hate crime to campaign for Brexit now. Uh, And notably, this case about a dog taking a shit. The one about this uh, particular dog shit reads, An unknown dog has fouled outside of victim's address, and victim perceived this to be a racial incident. Another canine-related case logged as an alleged hate crime says suspect's dog barking at the victim. Uh, No word on how many of these cases were prosecuted as crimes uh, or how many resulted in convictions, but these were all at least minimally investigated by police forces uh, or, or the Metropolitan Police specifically. And, uh, well, do you have any immediate reaction to that? I mean, what do the cops do? Do they just, like, penetrate each other with their billy clubs and talk <laughs> about stupid hate crimes? They're not going to do anything about Rotterham or any of these rape gangs. They're like, oh, it's just not a real issue. But they're like, oh, that dog took a shit on, on some, I don't know, was it, was yeah. it a black dude or Presumably, Pakistani or some sort or... of racial minority that assumed this to be an act of racial aggression. Who do you even charge? Who Do you charge the dog? The owner? I don't know. I mean, maybe you could... There are citations you can issue for dog owners who don't clean up after oh their God. dogs, but the, I guess the question is, can, can that be hate-motivated? Can you up the charge or the sentence because of, um, because of a hate motive? Were these all in England or the, the UK? Lon- London specifically, I oh. believe. At least it references the Metropolitan Police, which, as I understand, is London-specific, right? You know, they have the... more murders per capita than New York City now. even though Crazy. But this is what the, the police force needs to be. Yeah. I think more to broken laws this this report speaks to a broken culture and the the people reporting this type of insanity you know the idea that these things could be perceived to be hate crime incidents and for a little perspective here the fbi hate crime statistics account for about six to seven thousand hate crime incidents in the united states it's a country of over 300 million people 2500 reports now it's a two-year period not one so not quite an apples to apples comparison but still 2500 or 1250 per year on average in just the london area uh, some nine million people that's gigantic that is a gigantic number of people reporting silliness and nonsense as hate crimes to the police and by the way that this goes along with a report out of the uk previously that said the metropolitan police had some 900 officers or detectives dedicated solely to hate crime issues oh at least my God, I, what I thought i saw I thought I saw that number, so I might be fake news on that. But in any case, they had this gigantic amount of resources dedicated to hate crime incidents. The UK is totally lost. I don't even know what the point of bailing them out was. Yeah. You just give your culture to other people. Here you go. It's yeah. a silver platter. Do whatever you want with it. We don't matter. Flog, flog, flog. And maybe, maybe there are hate crimes on the rise. I don't know. But the, the point is, the more that we affirm these ideas of like implicit bias, unconscious bias, the more of that sort of nonsense that we affirm and uphold, the more police time that's going to see the more the more people buy into that the more legitimacy that gets in your culture and they need the police resources they have a serious problem and is anybody going to talk about unconscious bias in islamic culture and how they feel about white people yeah this is so absurd it goes back to the fundamental question of hate crimes generally too like do i think that you should uh your dog doesn't it's a problem if your dog takes a shit on my lawn i agree like that's not your property your dog shouldn't be doing that is it a worse problem if the dog hates me while doing it no, no. Yeah, the dog the shit is still on my lawn and it doesn't matter it's just as big it's just as stinky it's just yeah. as uh you know it's just as risky to my shoe 
And I don't know how many times I have to say this on the show, but crimes generally are not committed out of love. Yeah, it doesn't even There's make no sense. Love murder. That, that and also you can hate for some reasons. For example, I could uh, commit a crime against you due to my hatred of blonde people. That would not be categorized as a hate crime because that's not a protected class or however they define this sort of thing. But why? Why? Or what? If like three percent of the world population protect if, us. If, if I hate your hair color or your hairstyle and I commit a crime against you, how is that? better legally yeah. speaking or at least not as bad compared to if i do it because i hate your race or i hate your gender what difference yeah. does it make no no i don't i don't particularly care i mean yeah. and we get into some dangerous territory when you start uh, making that part of the law yeah all right uh last topic for tonight is uh is gavin quitting the proud boys um interesting development so this comes um after what happened on Monday, on Monday it was revealed that the FBI now classifies the Proud Boys as an extremist group with ties to white nationalism. This according to a document produced Come by on. Washington State Law Enforcement. That's what they say. That's absurd. Have you seen, when, every time I see a picture of like a group of Proud Boys, it's it's multicultural. It's, it's you know, Mexican. And it seems like Asian Gavin group. and the rest of them go out of their way to make that apparent. Yeah. And But it's never bought on face value to the point that was it a vice author whoever wrote this i forget i did a video on it but they rather than acknowledge that it might not be a racially motivated group given its racial diversity they say that these minority people in the group uphold multiracial white supremacism they that's they, insane they will go to that point yeah that's insane are they just saying that they're brainwashed and they're self-loathing yeah because minorities race. can't possibly think for themselves and everyone else is racist that I guess. is so racist that is so yeah. legitimately racist <laughs> so according to a document produced by washington state law enforcement uh, the fbi has warned local law enforcement agencies that the proud boys are actively recruiting in the pacific northwest and proud boys members have contributed to the recent escalation of violence at political rallies held on college campuses and in cities like Charlottesville, Virginia, Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington. Uh, Gavin McInnes, of course, the so-called founder of the group, uh, maintains that the group is a fraternal organization that started around getting one of his friends laid, evolving into a social group that, uh, that's basically about a bunch of guys who like to drink beer, tell jokes, and provide occasional security for conservative and libertarian speakers at risk from Antifa agitators indeed that's exactly what's at issue in this particular case uh there are nine proud boys facing charges in uh new york related to a brawl outside a gavin speaking event in manhattan in october the footage i've seen shows antifa instigating this fight indeed even the new york times coverage acknowledges that antifa threw the first bottle uh so with all of this sort of as uh, as as the context here gavin says he has been advised to disavow the Proud Boys uh, to please jurors and the court in this prosecution. And he has chosen to do that uh, in this video posted on his YouTube channel on Wednesday. Uh, I'm going to save my reaction to it after we play what he had to say. It's a little bit long, but I wanted to be as fair to Gavin as possible in characterizing him accurately uh, as much as I can do in a 36-minute video, you know? So here's what, uh, what Gavin had to say. As of today, November 21st, 2018, I'm officially disassociating myself from the Proud Boys. In all capacities, forever, I quit. I do all of this reluctantly 
because I, see, I still see it as the greatest fraternal organization in the world, but rumors and lies and terrible journalism has made its way to the court system. And the NYC9, the Proud Boys uh, arrested after I did a talk here in New York on October 12th, are facing serious charges. I'm told by my legal team and law enforcement that this gesture could help alleviate their sentencing. Fine. At the very least, this will show jurors they're not dealing with a gang and there's no head of operations. We have created a legal defense fund for yeah. the boys. It's at fundthewest.org. These guys deserve legal representation. This is one of them, by the way. This is Big J with his wife and kids. He's fired now, thanks to this lazy journalism. And these kids are now at a severe disadvantage because their dad's no longer making money. Nice work, journalists. We are not a gang. <laughs> Yes, I have used hyperbolic language on comedy podcasts while dressed like the guy from Falling Down. An actual gang requires two things. It needs a leader, and it needs to be engaged in illegal activities. Neither is true with the Proud Boys. For the record, the Proud Boys is a fraternal organization. It's a club, just like Schneider was saying, like the Knights of Columbus, the Elks Lodge. It is not racist. It is pro-Trump. The media lies about this club constantly. They call this multiracial, pro-gay, pro-Jewish group racist and anti-Semitic. Proud Boys Israel is anti-Semitic, I guess. Well, they must be real busy over there. No, I'm not a white nationalist, and uh, Proud Boys are not white nationalists, obviously, but I would go farther than that. White nationalism is not a thing. They are not emboldened by Trump and coming out of the shadows. Stop it with these idiotic tropes. We do not have a white supremacist in the White House. That belief system is remarkably esoteric. It's unlikely any of us will ever meet a white supremacist. Unfortunately, here in clown world, we're told Alan Dershowitz is a Nazi. Yamaka-wearing Ben Shapiro facilitates synagogue shootings. Milo Yiannopoulos is a white supremacist as he fellates his black husband. The only fascism I see in America is left-wing terrorists constantly trying yes. to shut down talks. Not everyone you disagree with is Hitler, you infant. We drink beer, oh sorry, they drink beer, do charity work, and occasionally provide free security for right-wing speakers under attack. And there have been a lot of different interpretations of this. A lot of people standing by Gavin, a lot of people saying he caved, a lot of people in between. I got, uh, I know kind of where I fall on this, but do you have uh, thoughts? I mean, he first? clearly did this for legal reasons to give himself some protection to give them some protection. I'm, uh, I'm fine with that. If that's the legal definition of a gang, which is retarded by the way, that they have to have a leader. Um, and how is he responsible for the actions of other people? That being said, uh, somebody has got to push back on Antifa. Yeah, uh, even in this particular case, um, I know that by the letter of the law, at least in New York as it exists, maybe that they acted a little, um, well, let's say they finished the fight a little too strongly. But in terms of my... Finished the fight too strong. God, come on. I'm, I'm saying in terms of my moral view of the situation, as we talked about on Wednesday, don't start the fight, but if you get in a fight, finish it. And that's basically what happened in New York. So I actually don't think that based on what I've seen that proud boys did anything wrong in New York. If you just ask me not as a legal question, but as a general layman, moral right and wrong thing. Yeah. Sorry. Someone picked a fight with them and they finished the fight. That's the way it works. You know? Um, and the FBI is so full of shit. Is this what they're focusing on now? This is a, this is a real priority for them. I guess they have to protect I, Antifa. the FBI is such a fucking joke. I guess so. Um, 
And I will agree that appeasing and apologizing is never a winning strategy when faced with ambiguous racism charges. I understand why people don't appreciate that very much. I will say, I don't think that's exactly what this is. Um, what's happening here from my perspective is a couple things. First, Gavin is bending on that principle a bit because he thinks he can, not because he thinks he can save himself, right? He's not doing this because, oh, yeah. I think that if I bend the knee, if I appease them, they'll be nice to me. Well, he's doing this actually because he thinks maybe he can help out some guys that he genuinely loves. And he speaks to this at length in this video. He is doing it maybe foolishly, maybe it won't work, but he's doing it to help people he really, really cares about. Um, but I, and I do think that's admirable. Secondly, to your point that you mentioned earlier, Gavin is doing some, some legal speak here. He's saying what the lawyers are asking him to say. Yeah. So he has that brief quote up top, look, I disown, I disavow, but the rest 30 plus minutes of this is a solid, hilarious and passionate defense of the proud boys. He doesn't, he doesn't disavow them as in say like, look, they went too far and I can't associate with them because they're extremists. No, he says quite the opposite. He defends them aggressively. He says yeah. it's the greatest fraternal organization in the world. Um, we'll have to wait and see if the strategy works. I don't think that it, I think it's optimistic it's to think to work, it's, but yeah. this didn't make me like, like a lot of people were very mad about this and I watched it and I was kind of like, yeah. I don't think and it's I the think same as caving to the mob. Yeah. Um, I think the bulk, the bulk of the video is actually condemning the mob mm -hmm. and there's some strategic bending of principles associated with that, but it's not the same as, as Gavin, uh, it, if you could sit down and have a beer with Gavin right now and ask him, do you think Proud Boys did anything wrong? He'd say, absolutely not. And even to this particular video, he never at, one, at any point says the Proud Boys are wrong in this case and, and they need to be brought to justice or something like that. That's not what's the going on. The real issue here that we need to look at is why our federal government, uh, our tax dollars are paying, are providing the resources to defend Antifa and to try to imprison like good old American boys. In, in fairness, I think the three Antifa associated are also facing charges. Good. Like everybody's facing charges. Yeah, but generally so in the media and it seems like the government uh, tries to protect these people. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but they're both being equally prosecuted and protected. In this protected. specific case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what about bike lock guy? Things like that. Sure, yeah, that's an example where... The charges were, what do you get, probation? You got like some crappy misdemeanor and probation. Yeah. What the hell ever happened with the vet Falarka too? I, yeah, it nothing. seems like she's been in and out of courthouses for years and nothing ever happened. And these people like. pose way more of a danger than some American boys that are just fighting back. Like, yeah. that's really what we need to be looking at here. So um, I, I actually don't, uh, I don't have a problem with what Gavin is doing here. If anything, I just think it's, a little optimistic, but he, I think he's doing it because he really, really cares about these guys and wants what's best for them. So good luck to you, man. I hope it works out. I really yeah, do. I but hope I'm that not, this does work. Yeah. I'm not I don't optimistic think it's going for to, it, but maybe it will. Hmm. All right. That's all I got to say. Oh my gosh. We can super, super chat it and get out of here. Cool. Still a tie game. You know, we get out of here. I can see, you know, th most of the third and fourth quarter. Uh, keep talking while I reload this and don't play that sounder. <laughs> Don't, don't play it. Don't do it. Don't. I'll go into uh, Streamlabs. Uh, oh, God, you're such an asshole. Guess. Christian missionary. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. All right. God of Cheese says, thank you for giving me something to listen to while at work makes the day less boring. Love you guys. We love you too, Well, God thanks for tuning in. John Martin, you guys are like probably definitely like my favorite <laughs> podcast, like duo. Probably definitely like for sure. Thank you. 
That's a very nice compliment. It's a very like, nice, like compliment. <laughs> definitely. Downskated. Yeah. Probably. Definitely. Probably. Uh, downskated. My sister really enjoyed seeing Blonde's dog last week. I have an idea that Blonde might really love. Recut a montage of the migrants getting tear gas to yakety sacks. <laughs> Is that that's that same song we heard earlier, right? Yeah. If there's footage of it, go for it. I would really like that. You're right. You guys know me well. Uh, Rainier Chen, I swear I tried to donate in Streamlabs, yet it kept saying it cannot be processed. Anyways, have a good one, guys. Oh, that sucks. Streamlabs has been tricky from time to time, unfortunately. If you And if you have an issue, I would suggest getting in touch with them because uh, there's not much I can do. I, I don't have control of the, the financial processing. But in my problems with Streamlabs, I've gotten in touch with them on Twitter and elsewhere, and they've been pretty responsive. So send them a question if, if you're having troubles. These are hate. Uh, through a clear lens life. No, no. Thank you, sir. Or ma'am. Uh, Mortimer Duke, two-word solution to the so-called border invasion. Live fire. No comment. The slaughtered lamb. Matt it. and I made love on Thanksgiving. He took me in Elizabeth Warren's teepee, put his arrowhead in my peace pipe, and banged my shamam drum, sending me on a spiritual conquest. Uh, I doubt it. That was very thoughtful, but I don't know if it was quite accurate. Uh, <laughs> I don't feel well. Thank you. Chase Elliott can't watch the live stream since the Vikings are playing, but take my shekels. Matt, how do you feel about Minnesota's playoff hopes? Well, I'm sorry for making you top, talk football. Skull. Uh, I'll just say they got to win this game. If they don't win this game, I think, you're, I think you're done. So we'll see what happens. We'll check, check back in an hour. If they lose this game, they're out. If they win this game, good chance. Dangerous basis. I agree with Think Progress. Australians aren't allowed guns, which is why we defend ourselves with romaine lettuce. <laughs> or have I misunderstood the story? Also, if kids are yeah. getting gas, change your ha, diet. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, just get a get a head of lettuce and fight off would be attackers with E. coli. Yeah, really. Fat hooligan. Yeah. Meanwhile, in Kirkland, Washington, a black man claimed he was kicked out of a Menchie's because of white supremacy. We never heard the employer's side or the employee's hmm. side of the story. Of course, Menchie's cucked to the man. That is, is Kirkland, basically is Kirkland, Washington, this, the origin of Kirkland brands at Costco? No, I don't know. Is that why? If so, I need to go there. I don't, I don't need to explain the joke, but I need to go there. Ryan F., someone please ask the leftists if the Mayan Empire, Aztec Empire, and Inca Empire were obtained through peaceful, voluntary, and democratic means. Me huh. and my silly colonialist mindset, I guess. Yeah, Ryan. Indeed. Ben says that scumbag stealing food is just like those thoughts Theft is a moral and social crime. <laughs> Money is America's version of social score and people cheating are criminals. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't say I will participate in the, uh, in the audit, the thought activism or audit thoughts or what, what's the name of it? Thought, thought audit, audit? Yeah. thought audit activism, but I will definitely have my popcorn and be a passive observer. It's, I it, even it, know it chicks might be this. a good show. Like I saw some DMS from some of these chicks and it's like, $5 for me to say your name, three additional oh dollars for a pet name. I was like, wow, I cannot believe that this is a thing. Yeah. Sad and desperate and lonely and degrading of these girls. Ugh. I guess, but they're making money. Uh, first son of man. Wow. YouTube censors my super chat. Uh, Lack people, uck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sean Gordon, any employer who dismisses due diligence towards employees on the whim of a customer is just playing PR in the short term, thinking forget human commodity and you're losing long-term the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. Just think ahead, people. Brittany Chavez, first time donating. What I hate most about being Mexican is dealing with white people that are blinded to their hypocrisy when they hurl insults at you for disagreeing about illegal immigration. Sure. Sorry, white master. I'll be good. 
that's how it yeah we spoke about that earlier but yeah minorities who yeah. deviate from what is acceptable thought as defined by white progressives get the worst of the racism i know and it's so yeah. that that's such a genuinely racist mindset when you point that out people will just become apoplectic yeah uh, thank you Brittany. Robert Monroe, if you report a thought to the IRS for tax evasion, you can get up to 30% of the evaded income. <laughs> There's it's a referral morally bonus. correct and profitable to report yeah. thoughts. I don't think anybody's going to be able to collect that. A refer is that actually true or is that a joke? Is there yeah, a know, referral bonus true, to the IRS that if you uncover a fraud, they, they throw a little your way? I think so, but I'm huh. sure that they, they don't actually do it. Hmm. TKUA, can we get a shout out to Sherlene, a fellow listener, his house burned down Thanksgiving night. Is that oh, true? No. I thought Charlene was a chick. Sorry to hear that. I mean, I'm and sorry. If there's, fire, um, if there's anything we can do to help out, if you're raising funds or anything, send us an email. Maybe we oh can, my gosh, uh... the live chat is saying it's true. Okay. Yeah. Send us an email. If, uh, if there's something we can do to help out the financial cause. Or maybe they were saying it's true about the 30%. Oh, uh, I, they're probably talking about the 30%. Maybe, I guess that'd be easier to verify. Well, I don't know, but I hope your house didn't burn down. Of course. I hope everybody's safe, more yeah. importantly. But if there's something we can do, send it our way. Uh, Nathan B., hey, guys, I'm a little disappointed that I couldn't catch the show live. I'm at work and had a patient, so priorities. But keep up the good work. You know you should be neglecting your patient to listen sure. to the show live, even though you could listen to it later. I mean, more important. Priorities. Come on, man. Thank you, Nathan. I think we're good. Let me reload this, though. All right. Got a couple from uh, on Streamlabs here. Space Whale says, haven't been able to watch live for a few weeks, but make uh, but take these shekels. Be sure to report it to the IRS so you don't get thoughted it. Though I like thought it. That's that's nice. Thank you, Space Whale. Uh, <laughs> this name though, this guy's name is Smegma Bukaki sixty nine. Jesus Christ. Thanksgiving sounds like an awesome holiday. I wish we could have something like that in Australia, but I hope you guys had a good one. Well, thank you, Smegma Bukaki 69 <laughs> Hope you had a fantastic... Well, you don't have Thanksgiving, but I hope you had a great Thursday. Oh, that is gnarly. We actually had a few more. Are you done okay. on Streamlabs? Um, reload real quick. Yeah, that's it. Rodzilla 5332 Gavin said the FBI extremist group thing came from an on from one line in a Canadian police report and not from the FBI. It says the FBI has not classified them as extremists. Oh, no surprise that it was misreported. By the the source I saw from The Guardian said Washington State Police. But it, but it does appear that it was like one, one law enforcement claim, like one random law enforcement claim that was picked up. Oh, sorry, Caesar. Uh, through, uh, through a clear lens life, just started a new job and away from the family. We always watch you guys on the way to work in the morning, the best part of most of the days. Always oh, gave well, us something thanks. to talk about. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in. Man, families are listening to us. I feel like maybe I should clean up my act, but nope, nope. Just that's that's the parental uh, responsibility. All right, yeah. we're good. All right. Well, uh, in the spirit of me watching the rest of this Vikings Packers game, uh, let's get the hell out of here. Much appreciated, uh, everybody hanging out in the live chat and uh, in the super chat on the holiday weekend. Thanks for supporting the show. Thanks for keeping us uh, in touch with the facts when we lose track of them. If you're uh, listening on YouTube or on an audio platform on demand, thank you kindly as well for supporting the show. Remember, there is more material, including uh, Wednesday night's call-in show. You can listen back to that and other stuff on the uh, audio platforms. So check those out. That's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher. They're all linked conveniently in the description for you. And you can always email us. That's beautyinthebeta at gmail.com. We will be back next Sunday with all the week's news. Because, of course, if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, you sleepy-eyed son of a bitch. 
It's not Meet the Press. It is Beauty and the Beta. Have a great night, everybody. Hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving, and we'll we'll catch you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks. <laughs>